This week from GNC Week in Review, powered by GeekNewsCentral.com. FTC finds AT&T. FCC approves the Sprint T-Mobile merger. Amazon has deals ahead of Black Friday. Plus, Bill Gates says Windows Mobile would have beaten Android. Those are some of the tech news stories from this week, and it's Friday, November 8th, 2019. My name is Kirk Corliss, and this is episode 43 of the GNC Week in, Re- Week in Review podcast, part of the Tech Podcast Network. If it's tech, it's here. Thank you so much for tuning in for this week's episode. If you are a new listener, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast, where you can find on the right-hand side column at gncweekly.com, be it Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, your favorite podcast app for Android, or on TuneIn, Spotify, and Stitcher. You have a comment, suggestion, want to say hi, be it on social media or email, and that all can be found at gncweekly.com forward slash connect. We're going to jump in with the tech news stories from this week. And from geeknewscentral.com, leading off this week, AT&T has agreed to pay a $60 million settlement with the Federal Trade Commission. The agreement dates back to a 2014 case in which the agency said the carrier misled customers by charging them for, quote, unlimited data plans while still throttling their download speeds. As part of the settlement, AT&T customers who signed up for one of the company's unlimited plans before 2011, the year the carrier first implemented first implemented its throttling policy are entitled to a, quote, partial refund. Additionally, moving forward, AT&T must disclose whenever its plans include any sort of restrictions. The agency said, quote, the disclosures need to be prominent, not buried in fine print or hidden behind hyperlinks. According to the FTC, AT&T's throttling practices affected more than 3.5 million customers as of 2014. Andrew Smith, the director of the FTC's Bureau of Consumer Protection, said in a uh, said in a prepared statement, quote, AT&T promised unlimited data without qualification and failed to deliver on that promise. While it seems obvious, it bears repeating that Internet providers must tell people about any restrictions on the speed or amount of data promised in an email to Engadget. An AT&T spokesperson says, quote, even though it has been years since we applied in the this network management tool in the way in the way described by the FTC, we believe this is the best interest of consumers. On Tuesday, the Federal Communication Commission formally approved the T-Mobile Sprint merger. The decision comes after a drawn-out and at times contentious review of T-Mobile's $26.5 billion bid to merge with Sprint. The FCC believes the deal would close the digital divide and advance 5G in the U.S. T-Mobile and Sprint have committed to deploying 5G service to cover 97% Americans within three years. They also pledged to provide 90% Americans with access to mobile service with speeds of at least 100 megabits within six years. The FCC, the FCC's approval is conditional on those promises, and the parties could be fined over two billion dollars if they don't meet the don't meet these goals. According to the FCC, the merger will not harm competition, though several state uh, several state attorney generals 
General, excuse me, and a couple of FCC commissioners have argued otherwise. Commissioner Jeffrey Sark says in a statement, quote, while the parties promised their merger will accelerate the availability of some form of 5G for some Americans, history teaches us that the most likely effect with this merger will be higher prices and fewer options for all Americans. At the New York Times uh, New York Times deal book conference on Wednesday, Bill Gates has revealed that he thinks everyone would have been using Windows Mobile right now if Microsoft haven't have not been caught up with uh, have not been caught up in a U.S. Justice Department antitrust investigation. He says, quote, there is no doubt that the antitrust lawsuit was bad for Microsoft and we would have. And we would have been more focused on creating the operating the phone operating system. And so instead of using Android today, you'll be using Windows Mobile. If it hadn't been for the antitrust case, we were so close. I was just too distracted. I screwed up that I screwed that up because of the distraction. He also says also explains quote. We were just three months too late on a release Motorola would have used on a phone. So, yes, it's a winner-takes-all game. Now, nobody here has ever heard of the Windows Mobile, but oh well, that's a few hundred billion here or there. The calendar may say November 8th, and Amazon is getting a head start on its Black Friday deals. In the show notes from TheVerge.com, there is a, there's deals for Black Friday de- there's deals for Black Friday, excuse me, from Amazon Fire Tablets, Kindles, Echoes, and more. So check it out in the show notes. People on the West Coast who need medication quickly might be able to get their medication delivered, delivered in little as 60 minutes. Costco and Instacart are testing prescription prescription deliveries in Washington and California. Uh, CNBC reports delivery to homes or offices is free for Costco members on orders over $35 during a pilot, though Instacart adds a 5% tip. Otherwise, the delivery price va- the delivery price varies depending on how quickly customers need the meds, but it is typically under $10. As with groceries, Instacart will provide delivery updates via text message. There is no word as of yet on how long the trial will last or if and when it will expand elsewhere. There are a few differences from typical Instacart deliveries, however. Buyers will need to be over 18 and enter their date of birth when they order. They'll also have to show ID upon delivery. Customers can also speak with Costco pharmacists by phone. Couriers will have to pass online HIPAA certification training before they can deliver medications. They'll pick up the orders and seal tamper-proof bags and won't know which medications are inside. An Instacart spokesperson confirmed the a Instacart spokesperson confirmed report in Gadget. Costco didn't immediately respond to request for comment. Alphabet Alphabet's board has opened a, this is from CNBC, a report from CNBC, excuse me, Alphabet's board has opened a, an internal investigation in how the company handles claims of sexual harassment and misconduct, forming both an independent subcommittee they'll investigate as well as hiring an external law firm. The investigation comes after a series of reports over the past year round. Uh, excuse me, the investigation comes after a series of reports over the past year past year rounds around sexual harassment by high-level Google and Alphabet executives, including Google's chief legal officer, David Drummond, Andy Rubin, who was one of the founders of Android, Rich Duvall, the former director of rapid evaluation and bad scientists at Alphabet's X Division, and Amit Singhal, a former senior a former senior search vice president. 
uh, alphabet. There was a uh, alphabet alphabet spokesperson who quoted uh, was co- commented on the announcement, saying, "Quote as quote as al- as has." As has already been confirmed in public file, public court filings in early 2019, Alphabet's board of directors formed a special litigation committee to consider claims made by shareholders in various lawsuits relating to past workplace conduct. After months of testing, Twitter is nearly ready to is nearly ready to get you to ready to let you file entire subjects rather than individual rather than individual users. Twitter has announced that its topics feature is rolling out now and will be available worldwide on November 13th. You can choose from over 300 topics such as sports, the entertainment world, and gaming. And you'll see tweets on the subject from authoritative accounts that you don't follow otherwise. This could help if you're unsure of who to follow or just don't want to follow certain accounts all the time. Further updates will add more topics. Um, this is from Twitter, who spoke about this, Twitter's Rob Bishop, who told The Verge. The company also has teased the possibility of narrowing casting your tweets to people who follow a particular subject. Airbnb is tightening its rental policies following a Halloween shooting that left five dead in Orlando, California. The home rental services, Brian Chesky, has revealed that the company will review every listed property to give people quote peace of mind. This will also this will this will include basics like address and photos as well as the authenticity of the hosts and a locating a location safety standards. Uh, Chesky says also the review should be complete by the end of 2020. The company had already promised close reviews of high-risk rentals, such as people renting giant homes when they live in the area. The Halloween shooting occurred in the state that was sensibly rented for a family gathering, but was really used to host a party with more than 100 guests. To back up the review process, Airbnb will also implement a, quote, guest guarantee. If your rental doesn't doesn't match the description, you'll either get an alternative that's worth at least as much as what you paid for, or if that isn't available, a full refund. Apple is widening American veterans' access to health records from their iPhones. In the in the wake of a, in the wake of a test this summer, any veteran receiving care through the Veterans Health Administration can use Apple's health app on iOS to pull them to pull up their medical data. You can check lab results, medications, and other data in one place without having to get printed copies or otherwise walk through an elaborate process. This includes care across multiple providers, whether it's John Hopkins or UC San Diego. As usual, all data is both encrypted as well as inaccessible without your device passcode or biometric access without or biometric access like face ID or touch ID. Excuse me, I had to take a drink. A group of 96,000 drivers represented by the New York Taxi Workers Alliance has sued Uber for allegedly allegedly violating drivers' contracts and stealing some of their wages between 2011 and 2017. It reportedly deducted ride-hailing service taxes from drivers' pay in addition to a, quote, service fee effectively making workers 
making workers cover costs instead of the company. The lawsuit also claims that Uber's upright pricing, which was implemented in 2016, violated contracts by presenting customers and drivers with two different fares. Passengers would sometimes pay higher fares than what drivers saw, and Uber reportedly, quote, pocketed the difference. On top of it, the lawsuit represents a challenge to Uber agreements forcing drivers to take disputes arbitration, which historically favors companies and keeps matters secret. Uber's contract ostensibly prevents potential class law, prevent, prevents potential class lawsuits like class actions like this, but federal law exempts drivers involved in interstate commerce. Since Uber drivers are virtually expected to drive interstate, the plaintiffs hope this lawsuit will go through. There is precedent for it. A federal appeals court disagreed with Uber's claim that New Jersey that New Jersey drivers New Jersey drivers suing for overtime pay had to be forced into arbitration, and Uber has declined to comment. GNC WIR, if you know this or not, is on Deezer, so please check out the podcast out on Deezer as well as other podcasts. And now it's rolling out a quote shows tab on iOS. Now, on Android and the web, it will be coming later. It's dedicated to podcasts like this podcast, radio shows, and other non-music, non-music material. It divides audio into 15 top-level categories like comedy, education, and fiction. And you can dive into subcategories for more specific topics like parenthood. You'll also find podcasts from recommendations, and you can add any material to a personal library, whether or not you're a paying Deezer subscriber. In the video streaming news this week, Roku users stream more than 10 billion hours of entertainment in its September quarter, helping the company to once again rake in big bucks with digital advertising. However, investors were apparently taken aback by Roku's accelerating losses as well as slight decline in hardware revenues, sending the stock down around 15% in after-hours trading on Wednesday. Roku generated $260.9 million in revenue during the quarter ending September 30th, compared to $173.4 million during the same quarter a year ago. Net losses for the quarter came in at $26.5 million, compared to... $7.9 million for Q3 of 2018. This translate to a lo- this translates to a loss of 0.22 cents per share. Analysts had expected losses of 28 cents per share on revenue of 257 million. The company uh, the company now predicts to generate between 1. Uh, 0.098 billion dollars and 1. 1 million, excuse me, $1.113 billion in revenues in 2019 and book net losses anywhere between 66 and $61 million for this year. In the show notes over on uh, Lifehacker, uh, these devices will lose, uh, there's devices that will lose um, Netflix support on December 1st. Uh, there are uh, the Roku devices, Arc, uh, Roku 2000C, 2050X, 2100X, Roku HD. Um, there's a few others. Also, there's some um, Samsung TVs, and I'll have a link up in the show notes that you can check out the entire list. Also, in the show notes, the tech in the tech tip tech tips block this week over on makeuso.com. There is uh, six Google six Google tricks when you don't know what to search for. Um, there is a wild card search operator. There's find related sites. Um, so I will link up in the show notes you can check out on that. 
Also from makeuse.com, there's, I didn't know there was an etiquette, but apparently there is uh, the essential Facebook etiquette, uh, etiquette, excuse me, ta- uh, the 10 do's and don'ts. Um, the first one, um, and we shall all know, do accept requests from people you know. If you don't know, obviously delete them or remove it. Um, do acknowledge other posts and comments. Do have a healthy discussion. Uh, do evaluate. Do evaluate the genuineness of someone something sharing, which I see a lot as well. Um, so if you question the authentication of it, definitely uh, check that out. And I'll have a link up in the um, show notes on that. Also in the show notes, this is from CNET.com. These are handpicked by CNET editors. They believe these are the um, best phones that are available from Verizon. Um, the best phone, they have the best um uh, the best, excuse me, the best mid-tier um, iPhone, uh, the premium Android for your money, um, the cheaper Pixel 3 with the same great camera. So I will link up all that in the show notes that you can check out. Um, also, uh, finally, excuse me, um, over on makeuse.com, what are the best free video player apps for Android, excuse me, not Android, excuse me, iPhone and iPad? Uh, there are VLC, Player Extreme Media Player, uh, KM Player, Infuse, and so on. And I have a link in the show notes that you can check out as well on that. In the GNC WIR, what's trending this week over on Google Trends, trending last week at number one with 10 million searches. <clears throat> Excuse me, Day of the Dread. Uh, Trending on Twitter today, <clears throat> excuse me, trending on Twitter today with 73, 75.3 uh, thousand tweets at number one, the uh, NCAA. And lastly, trending on YouTube at number 13 with 1.3 million views. Um, the title, giving people the iPhone 11 if, if they shave their head. And there were some that I saw the video. There were some that wanted the iPhone 11. And yes, they got their their head shaved. And why people will do that is um, beyond me. <laughs> okay. And finally, this is a sad story this week. Now, we all know there is a majority of our smartphones come with security features that encrypts the contents of your phone uh, until it's unlocked. Um, this unlock can come in a form of a pin code or pattern unlock or face scanning. This helps prevent people from accessing your phone without your consent and also potentially deters thieves and robbers. Unfortunately, for an off-duty fire, off-duty firefighter in Florida, he was shot and killed last Wednesday after refusing to unlock his iPhone for his robbers. Chris Randazzo was reported to be out with friends and was on his way on the way to his girlfriend's house when he was robbed. The robbers had initially spared Randazzo's life after taking his iPhone as other belongings, but they later turned but later turned their car around and demanded that he provide a security code to his iPhone. He refused, which which when uh, one of the robbers which the robbers shot him in cold blood and left him for dead. Thankfully, the people, the police have since managed to track down the robbers by using cell phone data and license plate readers, where they ultimately arrested three men who they believe were involved in the shooting and robbery. So a word to the wise folks, if someone's threatening you, threatening you, threatening you with any bodily harm, um, 
uh, want your phone, wallet, et cetera, please give it to the person or, or persons. Those items can be replaced. Your life cannot. And my condolences, my condolences and prayers to the um, Mr. Randazzo's um, um, family um, and condolences and prayers to his, um, to his family. And that is the tech news for this week for Friday, November 8th, 2019. Thank you so much for tuning in for this week's episode. Show notes from this episode can be found at gncweekly.com. Uh, also, be sure to check out the latest tech news and commentary. Uh, from geeknewscenter.com. If you have a comment, you have a thought, want to say hi, love to hear from you all, be it social media or email, Facebook, Twitter, um, Gmail, uh, YouTube's shop coming soon, and that and which will be a, which will have a channel up for um, the news. Actually, excuse me, starting in January, it'll be for CES and hopefully a lot more videos coming. Uh, so that'll be up uh, in January. But in the meantime, uh, reach out on the for this podcast, again, gncweekly.com forward slash connect. If you want to find out what I'm doing nowadays, be it on um, be it whatever I'm doing from day to day or life is happening and my musings, what have you, <laughs> please be sure to follow me on Twitter. I am at Kirk Corliss, which is spelled K-I-R-K, last name spelled C-O-R-L-E-S-S. So please be sure to give me a follow. And I'll be back next week for another episode of the GNC Week in, Week in Review podcast. Till then, so long.